All right, keep it up. You're going to owe me a Cadbury egg on Sunday morning. He wants the one with mayonnaise. No. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know how I know that you are way more of a fat kid than I ever will be? Why? Because I sent that to like three people. Their reaction is about mine. That's fucking disgusting. No way. You're like, I don't know if that would be. But <laughs> <laughs> he's questioning if a cadbury egg filled with mayonnaise. You're not on mic with that because that would have been a great rant. That would have been an award-winning rant. I'll, I'll I like how you. I like how you, uh, you 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 linked it and then you put Dave colon heavy breathing. And I was going to respond with nobody colon Dave heavy breathing. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul. You're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. All right, we are back. Um, sorry for not posting any podcasts, but we're going to blame it all on Jimmy. Oh, it's all it's 100% you don't, you don't need to acknowledge late podcasts we don't in need the to. podcast because by the time they're posted, they're late anyway. They, but like, but look, we're I'm apologizing got, for someone, as we established only starts watching now and then they listen to this episode and like what, what are they talking about? It's on time. You know, you don't Well, to, this one will be on time. Yes. That's Maybe. all that matters. <laughs> As Fingers Jimmy crossed. crosses his are you drinking next week or tomorrow? <sighs> oh, I have to help at a fucking egg hunt for four hours. So somewhere between a case and another case. Yeah. <laughs> You're not helping with the club egg hunt, are you? No. Okay, good. Good, because so, that, that's more than two cases right there. Anyway, I'm just putting are out the apology. Are you the Easter Bunny? Yeah, that's going to happen. Oh, my God. That would be delightful. Oh, put him in the, the, the bunny suit. Like, uh, uh, no, Ralphie. Uh, what's Ra- hey, Ralphie in uh, Christmas Story. Is, my goodness gracious. My, my that cu- would be awesome. My, she's 11 years old. They have a middle school play or something. That's at 2 o'clock. I'm like, wait, this is my way. I can go for setup and not have to deal with any of these kids. Play on the play. And my grandma's like, oh, you really got to go to play. Fuck no, but that is a great goddamn excuse. <laughs> And and the uh, girl that's doing all this, she put the, uh, she put together all the, okay, here's here's what everyone's doing. She puts me at the hand painting booth. I'm like, so I have to directly interact with children. Yes, I'm like, bad there's, idea. There's a very good reason I do not have children. I do not like children. <laughs> I like dogs. If I get sick of dogs, I can lock them out of my room and they will go about their business. I cannot do that with a child. It'll put its fucking. It's just hand painting. You don't have to be good at it. You just dunk their hand in a bucket of paint and send them on their way. Hand painting. I don't want to be anywhere near a fucking child. I think Josh just volunteered to take your place. I don't. I don't know these people. I'm not going to just show me like where the kids at. Mm. <laughs> I'm here to dunk your head. Not that kind of podcast. <laughs> not that kind of podcast. Look, we caught him red-handed. No, it's pain. I swear. <laughs> I mean, if if Josh does shave, dark. he could probably he could probably slip into the ten-year-old uh, age group. Oh, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, yeah. start throwing fucking elbows. I mean, if it's an if it becomes like a, a a buffalo cheese hunt as opposed to an egg hunt, I'll fucking I'll pile drive any kids that get in the way. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
So you may not like kids. I fucking hate kids. <laughs> Dude, it doesn't have to be an egg hunt or anything. I'll just power drive kids. All right, this is wow, the cold this open. Is getting yeah, bad. this is the cold. This yeah. is the dark cold open. Good <laughs> God. We've already started the podcast. I know what you're start. talking about. Oh my God, this is terrible. All right, I'm joined by Dave the Mad Hatter, Jimmy. I hate kids. Kimmel. And Josh, Josh, I, hate I kids really more. hate kids. I'll, or, Josh Pile Driver. <laughs> Holy shit! I thought it was bad the other week on Walking Dead when Michonne was killing a bunch of kids. Oh, listen! One of those little bastards got too close to me. They're gonna stare at the flowers. <laughs> Just stare at the flowers. All right. Flowers. What does that mean? What? Can we review a book? <laughs> All right, we are here to review comic books as we do each and every week, even though we don't post a goddamn podcast lately. That came out on April 3rd, bitches. Look at you remembering stuff. Yeah, not April 2, bitches. April 3, bitches. Look at me. What? You're looking funny. You just, just said, told me to look at me. You just said look at me. <laughs> and you're like, what? You're looking at me? <laughs> you're looking at me? <laughs> All right. So our uh, weekly thing was All Things April. You do know what uh, Mr. T's favorite month is. Oh. April Fools. Oh. Wow. That, that just Throw a, a rim shot dive. in there. <laughs> Edit that in. Not happening. No. <laughs> Not happening. No. Um, it's bad, all right. Bad enough. I know I have to go take shit. Hey, out what's of the first week's... book we're reviewing? Thirty-five minutes into the podcast, <laughs> Avengers: No Road Home, number eight, or Leggy seven fifteen. Um, I really like this one. It was good. This was a this was, was, was good. a good one. Uh, we on, had um on par with the, the rest of them. Well, it feels like it's getting better as the the series has been going on. It just well, I don't feel I, like it's getting better. But it's not necessarily. Well, it should be. There's only two more fucking books coming out. Well, I guess we are getting to that conclusion. Two more weeks of this. Oh, I'll be we'll be sad again because we won't have our weekly Avengers book. Oh wait, yeah, we will. War of the Realms. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There'll man. be weekly many of those every week. More on that later. So um, we are seeing um, <coughs> both fights from the Hulk and Nicks, and then Conan after he saw the. Ghost of Belit stabbing? Sure. Sure? Is that what we're going to call her? Sure. Sure. Yeah. And then, um, so, Conan gets up and does Conan things. The Conan team, including Hercules. Well, they, they, he does. He, he figures out that it was the one of the Nix's um Yeah, the last one. O- right, Oizus or whatever that. her name yeah. is. They all, they all get, she all, she inhabits all of their minds with horrible, like their worst nightmares. Yeah. Um, Scarlet Witch, which, uh, Scarlet Witch, right? She witnesses whoever Jericho is. I don't know who that is. Uh, Brother Voodoo. Okay. He, yeah. What's he doing? He's just there. I don't know. She's scared of him. Spectrum sees like the world ending and Vision sees, uh, his, Vivian, his, his, his daughter's grave. Um, but they manage to snap out of it, and Hercules ends up uh, rescuing Voyager and then stomps on Oasis or whatever his well, name and is. And we yeah. get to see the true form of 
which is just a tiny bug. It's a tiny bug. Very satisfying her. to see someone's children her? Her. being being uh, yeah. murdered. So um, then we get back to uh, Hulk and Nick's fight, and Hawkeye shoots a twig arrow. Well, uh, Hulk pretty much says, this is my plan. I knew she was going to show up here. And tells Rocket and Barton to get out of there. And they both refuse to. Well, they both have broken a shard, so they've absorbed right. one-third of the knight's power itself. And he's like, whoever gets the last shard is going to end the world. the world. And he wants to do it. So he's he's fighting her at Rocket and, and Barton are trying to do stuff, and they're really making a huge difference. But he ends up... Uh, getting ready to deal the death blow, and she undoes the Eternal Night spell on the entire universe just for him. Right. So that it's no longer night for him, and then he turns into Banner. Right. Which, this comes up again. Um, so this is twice this week, this this kryptonite for the Immortal Hulk shows up. Right. A little bit, And yeah. we actually saw that back in, uh, is it Immortal 7, when he fought the Avengers? And they dropped the Helios bomb on him. I don't know necessarily that that was sunlight that turned him back. It just—it was artificial sunlight. Was it? Yes. I thought it was just hard light that nope. just pulverized him. No, nope. the way it was explained was they, they they pretty much manufactured sunlight into this Helios bomb. Okay. So, um, well, she uh, they do something very similar in Immortal Hulk this week. He just right. said, yeah, he just said uh, that. Yeah, it's um, it's twice they use this. Yeah. She ends up finding the last shard, unlocks the, the final piece of power, and then just starts all the all the lights or all the stars in the universe start going out. But we get to see the house again. And yes, the, and the, the house has light coming through. light coming out of it, and she can't figure out why. Right. But, so, um, yeah this this was really great. I I enjoyed this Surprise, a lot. Surprise! It's the century. <laughs> Could be. Would be well. Would, would, would it be, be would it be the void century that we had at the end of century? Probably. I want to see more of that character. So because he's not necessarily the golden guardian anymore, and he's not necessarily the void either. He's a mix between the two. So that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um. I don't think we're getting century back until like end of the War of the Realms, though. Like he seems so insanely powerful. Like he basically doubled in power at the end of of that century book. True. Um, I don't. I don't see him. I mean, it's, po- it's it, that'd be awesome. I'd love to see Century again after what they've done with him recently. It was all mostly good things. Um, so, and I'm one of the people that likes the Century just outright. So, but uh, yeah, really it's good. Good. Yeah, really enjoyed this. All right. So, as we were speaking earlier, hi, I'm Dave. Hi, hi Dave. Dave. Hi, Dave. Immortal Hulk 16. Hot book. The one in twenty-five area has gone insane. It already went insane before on the pre-sales, but so we roll into this. Well, hang on, we got to talk about the the quote at the beginning. Do you know where that's from? It says U.S. Department of Energy. Yes. Yeah, it's basically there's. But uh, th- th- was this the message that would have been on where the gamma bomb was? Well, no. It, so all the nuclear of- waste in the world needs to be put somewhere. Yeah. And I think they put it somewhere in like. Uh, Scandinavia, they dug a, a, like miles and miles and miles beneath, not miles and miles, but like a mile and a half beneath the, the surface, and they buried it there. And then they were trying to figure out, because it's going to take like 500,000 years for that stuff to, to naturally decay and no longer become radioactive, they're like, okay, well, realistically, humans aren't going to survive that long. 
how do we warn future civilizations to stay away from this? And they were like, well, we can paint like a skull and crossbones, but will they understand the concept of skull and crossbones? We can put, you know, uh, we can paint the entire area black and try to scare them away from it. People might think there's buried treasure there or whatever. So they end up, I mean, in many languages, they basically write this. And they're like, there's no treasure here. There is only terrible, horrible things that repulsed us. Stay away from it. Nothing good is here. And I thought it was very cool that they used that to describe the Hulk because that's exactly what he is. Well, recently, they actually changed how they did that. They took down all their signs. And they, they put, put Ang Lee's Hulk? Nope. Put pictures of Dave everywhere. <laughs> People just go, no, and just start running the other way. I think they just put Ang Lee's Hulk on rerun there. No one would ever want to go willingly see that. No insane anyway. Unless you're brain dead. Or really, really old. Like, so old you don't understand what things are good or bad. But this was the first one that I actually recognized right out from the beginning. The other ones obviously had, like, the, the authors or whatever that they were right. quoted from. But this one I thought was really good. Relevant. Okay. <clears throat> so it starts off with um, Diary or of Rick Jones. Right. And uh, so we have this throughout in the beginning, and uh, Jackie McGee is uh, reading it. And uh, well, it's his at, book. He's back at the. It's not uh, his diary. It's his, the, the book he wrote. Side the examiner, right? She's yes. at the examiner, and then her boss at the end says, "Hey, we're going national,", national. which of course is the nod to National Examiner from the Incredible Hulk TV show, right? Yeah, I had to tell the young ones. Okay. I've seen the TV <laughs> show. There's this thing I, I called can't, the internet. You've lost all credibility when it comes to Hulk. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if Dave agrees, all right, sure. Um, <laughs> the fact that I, I, I'm the one that's like back at you on Hulk stuff is hilarious. All right. Because normally we do not hold Dave's opinion in high esteem. <laughs> Except for when it comes to the Hulk now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, on with the review. So we're, we're reading Rick's diary with her, and we find out why he stuck with the Hulk the whole time. And it basically boils down to he owes, them, owes him one for saving his life. Uh, throughout the whole flashes, we see... I'm assuming it's Rick's body being taken into the shadow base. Yeah, maybe. We yeah, I mean yeah. that makes sense because he was. Yeah, his, gra we, his grave was his grave was open. Right. It doesn't seem like he's burst out at this point, but he was actually ex exhumed by the shadow base dudes. Right. Um, it's a, but it could be Ross too. What are could they be, dumping just the, the gamma right. stuff out of? I have no idea. It looks like a weird heart. Heart. Yeah. Who's? It's probably the Hulk's heart from. Oh, yeah, that makes behind. sense. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Because that's what that's where okay, he they goes cut back they to. cut him up. Yeah. Okay. But we uh, go to Samson and the Hulk. Well, no, we go to no, we go to Banner. Jackie McGee and. Uh, well, we covered Jackie McGee already. Did we? Yes. Mm -hmm. oh. She's reading the the book. Um, we go and they're in the desert at the the original Shadow Base, and Samson. Well, he's with Banner actually. And Banner's because the sun's getting the ready sun's to go down. getting ready like, to go hey, down. We gotta sun's hurry it up. Really low there, big guy. Yes, yeah. it is. So Hulk pops out, which is 
kind of grotesque the way they're doing it anymore. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Every book is like that too that yeah, he shows up yeah. in. It's the it's like John a f- Carpenter's thing. Yeah, it's like a fibrous it's, it's morph. Yeah. And the Hulk basically tells uh, Samson that you know he's like, "What happened here? You know, what's you know?" He goes, "I ate a guy. It, it didn't taste good." <laughs> Didn't necessarily eat him, but rather uh, formed around, around him, him but, and just crushed him. But we find out that the, what did they refer to these two uh, as? Remember when all, uh, in the desert at the first Gamma base, when the-, the He's not going to fucking remember. <laughs> when the animals started hulking out and he they befriended the Hulk, were those the Hulkamoles or something like that? Well, they called them Hulk dolls. Hulk dolls. Yeah. Yeah. So, they were in the Ang Lee movie. <laughs> Do you guys want to hit him or you want me to? Uh, no, man. Just saying, they were there. I mean, I, I, I'm not against yeah, elderly I, abuse, but... I, 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 I think if you reference Ang Lee during a Hulk book review, it's kind of... Yeah, your credibility is just slipping, man. <laughs> Says you? So... These are left behind by the people running the sh- uh, shadow base. I love the Hulk in this, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, look, they think they're people. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and apparently shadow base is watching them do this. Um, we go to Betty Banner's house uh, where McGee was dispatched to by her boss. Yes. And she's talking to one of the cops. And, and they recognize yeah. her. And she's, they're like, listen, you're as close to Hulk expert. You're our Hulk anymore. expert. Our, our Hulk expert now. So she's working with the cops. We get a glimpse of. We get a glimpse of. Red Harpy. Yeah. Which, is that what Betty turned into? Or is that going to be Marla? Why I'm would assuming it be that's Marla? what Betty Because Marla into. was the last Harpy. Yeah, but why would this be Marla? I don't know. I mean, Betty. I mean, they could pull. You're, you're right. It's, it's possible, but it seems like they're making it. It's going to be Betty. It I, does. I, haven't, I haven't gone back and compared the haircuts. So this would be the cameo cut. of the first appearance of Red Harpy. It maybe, maybe. Um, they have found a feather. They just don't know what it's to, alluding to the harpy. Um, but. Samson's analyzing the Hulk after the fight. He's like, this is disturbing. He goes, you actually enjoyed that? He's like, yeah, I did. And um, we find out that it was set as a trap. Yep. And the Hulk figures it out before Samson. But it's too late. They basically turn on some artificial sunlight. Well, Bushwhacker shows up again. Yeah. And they unleash this artificial sunlight, which turns Hulk back into Banner. He gets shot. Well, well not no, he, before sh- he shoots Samson. Samson, Samson yeah. gets shot. Samson, 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 does Samson take it to the head? Yes. Yes, yes I it thought It looks so. that way. Yeah. yeah, next page, like right in the dome. Yeah. Kaboom. Yep. Or, or he accidentally dropped a jar of spaghetti sauce on his head. One or the other. Shut up, Josh. Look, we don't, we don't <laughs> whoa, see whoa, the that, bullet that, hit that, him. That cut pretty deep for Dave. He's done that before. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily on my head. On my foot. But then Banner, but also does we get think shot it's Banner. Well, Banner or Banner gets shot and runs away and hides. And, and Bushwhacker is doing his spiel, and he's like, "We see Banner saying, 
I'm not Bruce. I'm Banner. not Bruce Banner. Yeah, he says Bruce Banner's gonna <clears throat> die slow, and he's and he starts laughing while he's hiding. He's and like, his eyes are gray. Like, and, I got news for you. And then I'm, we I finish Banner. with we finish with Rick Jones's uh, story, and it says he's got a name. Maybe you know it. And then the title of this issue is "It's, it's Joe. Joe." So we're getting Joe Fix It back, baby. Oh yeah, love me some Joe Fix It. Pick of the week, absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with runner up. Yes, absolutely, for sure. Oh, no, you're wrong. Hulk is better. <laughs> I look. If we got more of Joe rather than just kind of the tease, th- this this is why that'll be the next issue. Yeah, obviously. My, my, this is my pick of the week simply because it is the Hulk. There were so no, many books was, that were on par with it. This this was this was really good. This, this was, was a, really this really was good. Great. But there are uh, yeah, other really good books. That makes sense. Like if if Flash were on par this week I, with every other book, I would pick Flash just strictly right. because it's Flash. Not that Flash came out this week, but just anyway. Not much came out on DC this week. No, you read all three books. I think uh, so. Um, Mr. Kimmel, sir, we're trying to do a podcast. Is, is he Dead done air? with his? Is he done with his uh, donut coma? No, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Let's do Cosmic Ghost Rider Destroys Marvel History, number two. Okay. Alrighty. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. So, we kind of get how um, Ghost Rider has been with uh, Spider-Man from the beginning. He was there when they wrestled. Apparently, they wrestled as a tag team. And won the tag team belts. Yeah. Um, but he's telling a story about... Venom and Spider-Man going at it on the beach. And he's like, fine, you want me to take me? He's like, wait, he really said that? He's like, yeah, it was a different time back then. Yeah, well, what does Venom, re- uh, Brock, re- I'm going to pound you so hard? Yeah. <laughs> but throughout this whole thing, I mean, all the seminal moments of early Spider-Man up to... Including the clone... Yeah, they even like talk. he and he they, they poke fun at it. Just, look, I just saved everybody like two hours worth of reading or something like that. He says, or two years worth of uh, oh, how does he say it? <coughs> but it's basically poking fun at the yeah. the clone conspiracy with Ben Riley. I, I like the uh, they look at each other and they do the Spider Man uh, yeah. theme pose. And he's like, oh, you should move to Canada. You already have the hair for it. <laughs> Canadian Spider-Man. <laughs> we have David Hasselhoff, Fury, picture of him showing up in here. Yeah, he's like, that's weird. He's like, well, I worked for him. He's like, no, but I worked at a pizza place, and I don't keep a picture of my old boss <laughs> at my desk. <laughs> um, But it goes, and uh, it goes all the way through to... um. Craven's Last Hunt, I think, at one point. Yeah, in Africa. And they talk about him and MJ coming back together, and he's drawing parallels. And uh, current Frank Castle's wife is like, listen, you know, I wish Frank was like that, you know, and really she's like, listen, you're everything to Frank. You know, you're stronger than MJ is because you hold this down. Um, I mean, it's just a fun read. I mean, it, there's, it not, there's not a lot of substance. Um, if if you're if you're versed in, is it better than the first issue? Because I, I think so. Yeah, I, I thought the first issue was well, it really was fantastic bad. for so. Well, it, it it really focused in on Spider-Man's history, which isn't quite as 
he hasn't have had as many relaunches as the Fantastic Four right. has over the year years. Um, if you're versed in, did Duantu show up in this one? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I think there's one scene where he's looking through the window. Because that's how it yeah. ended on the first I, dig, I, I dig the cover for the next issue. Yeah, but these are mm. these are excellent. I mean, yeah. if you like Marvel's history, it's just poking fun. It's it's you know it's not going to be a pick of the week. It's not phenomenal writing because Donna Cates isn't on it for some ungodly reason. But um, it was good. Um, yeah, like I said, if they do something you know on a character I don't care about, I don't know if I'd be as interested. But you know, Spider Man's one of my favorite characters. You know, being well versed in his history, I'm like, ha! I see what they did there. Ha! I see what they did there. So, uh, I definitely recommend pick it up. All right. Of course, if you want the Marvel's history, Marvels, that would be the way to go. And the Marvels annotated, which is and where can you pick that up at? Well, you could pick it up at at any local comic shop, but you know, preferably mine. Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) You and fuck Amazon. (laughs) You know, I give him the perfect segue. Perfect segue. Jimmy, where can you pick that book up at? Right here in historic (laughs) downtown Lebanon, Pennsylvania, AA Comics and Cards. That's how it's fucking done. I know, but it's better when he does it. I sound (laughs) self-serving. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi, Josh. Josh. Uh, Let's do Conan the Barbarian number five. I think this is my favorite one of the series so far. This was my pick of the week. Really? Dude, this is the most... This was this was you could title this book Conan can't catch a break because <laughs> holy shit bad luck Conan yes luck. oh my he god was. every time he's yeah. like oh man it can't get much worse it gets much worse he's on yeah. a he's on a he's he's the only living person on a boat in the middle of the ocean he doesn't know where the fuck he is and he's like all because of this goddamn idol and you find out that he had been hired to take this wooden idol across the seas to uh, for somebody. And he gets jumped by pirates or attacked by pirates on the way there. The blood of the pirates spill on the idol, and the idol becomes a fucking kraken. And he has to fight this kraken. The kraken dies, or it doesn't die. Um, he goes, uh, he goes temporarily blind, and when he wakes up, all the other crew dudes members are dead. Are dead. Um, he ends up killing well, he the, th- the he kraken. Throws, he starts throwing, and the, he throws parts of the kraken. And, no. the, and the the crew yeah, into the water. water. And every and time he throws something dead, it just morphs everything around. Yes, the, the the sharks that then eat the bodies turn into kraken sharks. That it's very Lovecraftian. Yeah. And he, now he has to just throw everything that he kills. So he puts under, it down under 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 the the deck. And, and then, then a rat, a rat gets comes into up it. with the fucking tentacles and shit and attacks him. He's like, oh god, I can't catch a fucking break. And he kills that, and he's like, all right, well, I I I can't eat any of these things because I'll turn into it. So he starts kind of going crazy and starts talking to his sword. and um, The sword answers back. <laughs> sword answers back, but then uh, he realizes it's uh, another ship hailing him full of more pirates, which he then jumps into. He's like, I don't even waste any time. He jumps onto the ship, kills a third of the crew before they finally are like, stop, you're the new captain, and he gets to go home. And it's like, all right. Th- which has the best line ever. I'm boarding you, you bastard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, what I thought was weird when... Oh, I guess he does have the sword in his other hand. I, I, I only saw the axe in his one hand when he jumped on the other ship. I'm like, why wouldn't he have his sword? But it is it is there in the in the silhouette. But um, he then realizes that he he can't be left by himself. He needs to be surrounded by people, I guess, at some point. Um, but we finally get a tie back into the, the Crimson Witch sort of storyline. he even that, says that, that he was never alone again, even in even in, even in death. And we get a little, like, rhyme or whatever. But apparently... 
Razazel is going to be the, the big bad or whatever that we're going to be dealing with. But this was such a Conan book that I, I, I couldn't make this my... I could not make this... The, same... I, like, I love Hulk, but Conan is is, is, is killing it, so... Yeah. Uh, this is really good. They're no, really, really doing a good job with the Conan. I, I, you could know. honestly, if I spent five seconds thinking about it, I'd probably pick Hulk as my pick of the week, but then five more seconds, I'd probably pick Conan. They were like, nothing even came close this week. Well, one did, but we'll get to it eventually. Hulk was better. All right. We're going to get I, into it? Of what? I didn't read it all, so go ahead. I can't do it. You I'm out of Marvel. You didn't miss out. I know I wasn't. I started in Jordan. I thought a bunch of shit happened. Well, what we're talking about War of the Realms number one. one. Um, My my biggest complaint about this book is that a lot of the characters are they don't sound like the characters. Everyone's quippy. Yes, like including Freya, like like Spider Man levels of yes, exactly. I mean, there's one point where Captain America says to Malekith. Come, you're gonna get you're these gonna hands. Ca- you're gonna catch these hands. Yeah, he turned really into Braun Strowman. Strowman. He's like, you want these hands? You're gonna get them. <laughs> um, the only Loki one that really is literally Tom Hiddleston in this book. Yes, there's a is. page where it is exactly Tom Hiddleston. Which um, the only whatever. one that really I, wasn't I quippy was Punisher. Punisher was Punisher. He was kind of quippy. When the yeah. one guy's like, holy crap, run for your lives, and he just shoots him in the head. Yeah, like, but he, I could see him saying something like that. I guess it's still quippy. Um, uh, Iron Man, when he's like f- trying to flirt with the, the the angels of heaven or whatever. Yeah, and but did you take notice they're doing that in the Avengers too? They're making him into like this this playboy kind of misogynistic. Character. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. And I I don't um, I don't know if that's ta- uh, Dan Slott's influence on it or what, but when uh, I when, much liked him better as the brooding alcoholic. When Loki and uh, and Malekith are going at each other, and, and Doctor Strange breaks him up. He's quippy, and also there's a typo where he says, uh, you both please leave this dimensional plane. They spelled plane wrong. They pe- spelled it P-L-A-I-N. Yeah, which, I see that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't... It's, it's a I, good read. I like it for what it is. I'm looking forward to the event as long as it's not super exhausting, and it seems like it's going to be super fucking exhausting. Well, my, my only hope is that... The it, core story. It stands by itself, which Marvel has... I mean, Secret Empire kind of did, but I was reading along everything with that, and I've since gone back and read Secret Empire, and I'm just hoping, like, issue two that comes out, what, in three weeks? Yeah. yeah is, isn't, like, weeks. every every other, you know, panel is, see this, see that, see this. I'll, I'll just put it down. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really, I'm not crazy excited about this. It's taking Donny Cates off Venom for two issues, so he can go fuck itself there. But yeah, I, I said to Jimmy, uh, as much as I did, like, I thought this was a fun read. I'm not going to go out and get all the side stories and stuff unless it bleeds into something that's already on my pull list. The only character that felt correct was, was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, I, oh, and Thor. Thor was, yeah. Yes, I mean, yeah. you can't, you can't not write Thor. And, and Thor was Thor. Yeah, but we didn't have much of Thor and it's like, well. Because well, he got kidnapped. I guess, but, uh. Honestly, when I opened up the first page and it's like 
the character list, and it's the first one. There's already forty fucking characters on it. I'm like, yeah, but we didn't as even many see covers it. as there. We didn't even see a lot of the bad one. guys. Uh, I mean, they, they show up at one point out of the portal or whatever, but they don't do anything. We don't see Dario Agger, the shapeshifting CEO, whoever the fuck that is. Oh, from uh, uh, Weapon H. Yes. Curse, Enchantress, uh, Vlick, and uh, the Queen of Heaven are there, but they don't say or do anything really. Well, the Queen of Heaven, she's the one that. Directing the air attack, she I does suppose. pop up. Um, no, I want to see where it goes. I'm interested. I'll, I'll read the main story and, like you said, any connecting yeah. ones. But because it's if it's that you, big, you, it's, you seem like you were more excited for this than the rest of us were to begin with. It, so, me, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they've been teasing it in Thor yeah. since the beginning of the Thor and, and, I, and I've been off Thor and for I, a while. Um, I mean, I kind of learned my lesson with Secret Empire. We jumped See, on I that. I think and, everybody did. Yeah, we jumped on that, and we tried to get everything, and it was an exhausting read till it was all said and done. Yeah. And this is shaping up to be a bigger. Oh thing than yeah, that. this is going to be huge. Yeah, and I just I don't like, have the get, resources or the energy to do it. And it says Act One. Yeah. How many acts are we going to get? Three. Okay. Well. I Which don't know. is very common. Yeah. Three act play. No, I thought it was, it wasn't pick of the week material, but it was definitely worth reading. I I, I enjoyed it. Oh, there was a Frank Cho variant? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's a lot of good variants with this, but yeah. I'm I'm going to keep reading yeah, the main issues, and, but I'm yeah. not going to, like you guys said, I'm not going to do all the like super really offshoot ones. Like I said, it's really going to depend on the second issue. If it's like, oh, see this, see that, I'll I'll drop it. If I if I have to do back reading to follow along with Makes the main sense story, it. it's not worth it to me. All right. Any other Marvel? Absolutely. Um, Deadpool number eleven. So this, uh, unlike our normal uh, one offs, this picks up with uh, Good Night, the guy that was stealing all of uh, Deadpool's kills, and he is ultra. Like I said last time, he was. Very Batman. He is ultra, ultra Batman, Batman in this one, which, like I said, he was the kid from Deadpool one when they Good were redoing call. the origin stories that Deadpool killed his parents. Mm-hmm. So yes, we have gone not gone another week without a Batman death of the parents. Scene. <laughs> yes, but what we find out is after Deadpool does this, he kind of gets the backstory. A uh, shadowy creature. Um, in a cloak kind of comes up to this kid and he says, here's what you need to do. Whispers to him, hands him a bloody sol- uh, katana, and the kid just takes her out for killing his parents. So he is put in juvie f- till he's 18. And as soon as he gets out, this figure comes and says, do you still trust me? He's like, well, yeah. He's like, where are we going now? He's like, your training's not done. You still need to learn how to survive. And he's thrown into Savage Lands. Savage Lands. And he thrives there, and guy comes back again. And says, he says, "So are you ready to, you know, really learn inner peace?" And he takes him to a monastery for a few well, years. Well, actually, he travels him through time to yeah. all the. To, so he's he's time traveling at this point, and he takes him. And he's like, "All right, uh, so are you ready to, uh, you know, do this?" He's like, "Yeah, I think I'm ready." He's like, "Are you ready to slay your dragon?" He's like, "A real one or a metaphorical one?" He's like, "A metaphorical one." But slay the real one first. Uh, so he does that, and he finally is like, 
okay. He's like, am I ready to kill him now? He's like, he's like, one more thing. And it's revealed that it's Weasel that is behind this. So Weasel has some time-traveling powers. Well, he made a deal with Mess. Which with was pizza. seen, um, right. was it two or three issues ago? Right. Deadpool's heart was stolen. Uh, Jessica Jones, uh, Nora issue. And they go, and he kind of explains to him that when he was sent to hell, he does this deal. And the last thing he needs to face is his parents, and they turn to demons. And he's able to go, and finally they're like, all right, you're ready. And that picks back up uh, where he's at, and Deadpool's like, three things. He's like, that's one of the most fucked up stories I've ever heard. He's like, but if my spotty memory's right... I did tell you not to lean into this life, and you get Ultra Batman panel, like, right there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, here you are in full fucking vigilante mode trying to... In fact, to the, 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 the background of it almost looks like the bat, the bat signal. signal. <laughs> yep. that, that's he's intentional, like, yeah. He's like, but you've uh, you made one mistake. He's like, you, you spoke too long. He's like, you don't do that with someone that has regenerative powers. And he just clocks him, and he's like... With his own mace. With his own mace. And he's like, and he's telling him all this. He's like, you took longer than anticipated. He's like, and my name's in the fucking title, so it, I promise you it won't end well for you. This was phenomenal. It was a great, great this, issue with Deadpool. Of really? I fucking love uh, this No, issue. it was that good. It was right on par with the Hulk and Conan. And, it, and that there you can see it. it Everybody's this was picking a good their, week for... Yeah, it was a yeah. strong week. And like, if I'm looking at it totally objectively, Hulk was probably a better literary book. But I'm a Deadpool man, and this, I I don't know who's going on Deadpool after this, but this whole run has been great. Yeah, Scotty Young is really showing that you know this is the character he's meant for. I hope whatever he's going on after this, uh, uses that. But phenomenal pick of the week. Hulk was better. Uh, any other Marvels? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Josh? I thought you guys were going to do Spider-Mans. No. We're gonna, we're gonna all right, Spider-Man. all right. Let me see if I did anything else. Hang on. Well, you should have at least two more. Uh, I have Uncanny X-Men, number 15. Um, I paged through this. That was it. Did you do Punisher? No. Then you don't have no more Marvel. No, right. I, I, I read the first right, three pages Jimmy, of Major X this, as well. But. And you did the same thing I did, the first three pages, and said, I can't do anymore. Well, I, just, um, I don't have time. I'm trying to cram for some... Believe it or not, after God you got it. past the first three... Well, why don't we do that, Major X? Major X, yeah. Um, um, Rob Liefeld. Yes. Uh, so this character, Major X, is kind of walking through the Xavier Institute. Yeah, and he's fighting X-Force, not the yeah. X-Men. And but he's looking for the X-Men. He's like, listen, you all look familiar. You know, I, I'm not a bad guy, but, you know, I know what I'm looking for. Who, and yet, probably why this is kind of going nuts right now, everyone thinks it's the first appearance on the last page. I think it's Dreadpool shows up. Yes. Uh, A.K.A. Uh, it's the one from Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Is introduced into the main universe now. I thought it was the last page. I, th- that was... I thought that too, but then the more I think about it, there's been a big jump in Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe yep. this week as well. Books have gone up like $20, $30 each. And uh, Lightfield even put a tweet out 
uh, that it wasn't the first appearance that you thought it was? Or yeah. So. Um, well, that would have been my question. Yeah. Yeah. Know. So the real Deadpool shows up and they're kind of back and forth, battling back and forth. Uh, it's good. Um, finally, Cable shows up and he's like, listen, I'm taking you back to wherever you belong to because I know you're not from this time. And he tries and it doesn't work. And Major X takes off his hat and he is Alexander Nathaniel. Summers. Summers. It is uh, Cable's son. So that's big um, reveal at the end. Um, we also get M. Coy. M. Coy, yep. yeah. Who everybody thinks is the beast, only. Yeah. It's not. Know. It's an ancestor. Uh, I, I, I didn't hate this. As I didn't hate as, it either. As much as I thought I was going to hate this because. I had trouble with. Like I said, when you get first couple pages, first couple pages, you got to get through. You get through that first. It, it it did start off very slow, but when you get past that, yeah. it was a readable issue. Am I am I gonna continue reading it? Probably because I think it's only what five part mini, yeah, something like that. Um, but no, I it was it was all right. Not great. Not if you're into that 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 kind of the X Force, New Mutant side of the x-men lore you'd probably enjoy because you're gonna get a lot of characters from that i believe uh what what did we see we saw cable you seen Shadow domino Sword, domino wolverine um deadpool dreadpool. deadpool dreadpool yeah but no it was it was all right uh like i said nothing to not know. as bad as i thought it was gonna be no i went into with this i'm like oh, oh yeah i went in this with really low expectations so uh, we'll see where it goes but uh is what it is Okay. All right. Uh, let me roll into the Amazing Spider-Man 18.hu. 18.hu. Who? Who? Yeah. Who? No, he's down the street at the Chinese shop. Who? Yeah, him. Who? No, I, I thought he's on first. Uh-huh. What's on second? Uh, so basically... I don't know. Third base. Third base. <laughs> Anyway, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Short stop. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just going to like stop you guys right there because sure you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> pitching today. No, today's catching. Anyway. Pitching. Yeah. God knows today. No, that's catching. It's the worst Abbott and Costello impersonation I've ever heard. I have a video of me actually full garb. We did it for a speech in college. I hope it was better than what you just did. It was. It was okay. mostly to poke and annoy you. All right. For a very good book, though. Yes, absolutely. Uh, another strong book this week. Uh, what this basically is is the reiteration of the origin and the death of the Gibbon. This was heart-wrenching. This was. This was really, I don't know, this was a tough read. And I don't mean tough as in it was hard to get through. Tough as it was, it, it was it emotional. Was, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, um, he he never wants to be a bad guy. He wants to help Spider Man, but he was kind of pushed to it because he was always an outsider. He finally seen someone that was like him. Had his own way. insecurities. Yeah. Um, when he first approached Spider Man about it, Spider Man laughed, and he thought he was laughing at him. You know, so. And it goes through the whole thing, the whole history of how he started all the way up through him going to the ape universe yep, and to uh, Taskmaster and Black Ant, Black Ant capturing him. Um, but the last two pages where he's oh, actually dying in, yeah. in, in Spider-Man's the, arm and he's 
doing this diatribe of you know his life and how and can't get it out of his mouth and can't you know get out and his final thought is at least nobody's laughing right this this is this could easily be pick of the week that last page that splash is is just with the at least nobody's laughing as it if you even if you're not following along with this latest event and you've been out of uh, Spider-Man for a while and you know anything of the Gibbon or even if you don't uh, this would be I mean there's blood and gore in it this would be great for a high school student to read yes because my god this is phenomenal yeah um, this is my runner up for pick of the week I mean it was in the running like yeah. I said it, it, to- it took me until I did the Went, start flipping through the Deadpool again to remember how much I enjoyed that read. That's but, the only reason that was yeah, my pick. That was just, it, like that book itself was just, um, and I had read somebody on the comic uh, on one of the comic groups who actually brought this point up. Um, they said, uh, you know, everybody's go- going all over the Hulk, but everybody's overlooking this book. Yeah. Um, this this could be pick of the week. Oh, it very well. Um, one Spider-Man book into another because it seems like we never get any less than two. Uh, Marvel team ups back again. Uh, oh yeah. Number one relaunch. I think this is leggy. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. I think it should be one eighties. Probably like, I think the last did the original series end at one eighty six. Yeah, one eighty seven. Look at look at me remembering. Look at you remembering. And this is set up exactly like the team-ups. It's the same story from two points of view. Uh, first, we got Spider-Man. He's introducing a former classmate to a keynote at Empire State. And he's nervous about it because, you know, how life's gone different. Him and his roommate are talking like, oh, man, don't you wish you could go back to just, you know, when we were in high school and didn't have worries and stuff like that? He's like, no. He's like, I get to work now, get money, buy shit I want to buy. He's like, this is great. So he goes there. Um, Jackal shows up to steal this device which is basically can take uh, someone's consciousness and upload it into a computer uh, to save their memories um, and things like that and he's trying to steal it Spider-Man and Miss Marvel both intervene uh, this thing's set to self-destruct if it ever triggered uh, which it was because it was stolen it explodes uh, both of them are kind of shook by the explosion and uh, they swap minds. Uh, flip over to uh, Miss Marvel's point of view on this. Um, they're on a high school field trip to see this keynote because she, the high school that she goes to is where this uh, the keynote speaker also went to high school at. And her and her, I'm thinking best friend. I, I don't know a lot about Miss Marvel. Uh, I think best friend because she he knows that her secret identity so he, he she's talking it's like man do you ever do you ever wish like we could just like be older because you know this you know having like different responsibilities other than you know what's forced upon us so it's that kind of mirror image of what peter was talking about and then ends obviously the same way so uh, it was interesting it wasn't great but uh if you have an interest in the team up type books or anything like that, it's worth the read. I don't know if I'll stay on this, but being a number one, I want to pick it up. All right. Uh, Final Marvel book of the week. No, two more. I got Punisher yet. 
Go right ahead. You want to do Uncanny first or you want to do Punisher? Okay. Punisher I can keep short and simple. It's more the same. Um, it's Punisher doing Punisher things. He's still got the tank. He's making a uh, march towards uh, Begalia City. Uh, they're trying to stop him. He stops to fill it up with gas at the one gas station. The attendant says, oh, I could team up with you. He's like, oh, he goes, you got a body count. He goes, yeah, everybody has to have one. Reveals that he did something to some kids in Iowa. And he goes, thanks for the info, and shoots him in the head. Takes <laughs> off with the fuel. Parks the tank on a dam outside the city. And the commander that's, like, in charge of the dam says, we're going to call in an airstrike. Um, no missiles, though, because we don't want to blow up the dam. Well, they start shooting the tank, and they hit these two giant fuel tanks that he just filled up. <laughs> Blow up the dam. Uh, the whole time, uh, Zemo is uh, trying to still sell Begali as a, a legitimate country to some kind of ambassador. And, like, there's explosions going off in the background. He's like, oh, that's just reconstruction, <laughs> you know. Um, but Jigsaw takes off to deal with Frank Castle. Uh his guys show up and he doesn't have the tank anymore, but we find out that Jigsaw has gotten Sister Mercy. Um, I don't know if he kills her or not. It's not really shown, but uh, I guess we'll find that out next issue because that's going to soon wrap this arc up. But... Punisher, a solid Punisher series. The, uh, I, I love what yeah, they're the, doing the, with it. There's no breaks on that book. No, no, there is not. It is it is off the rails from start to end. Yep. And just Punisher stuff. Punisher doing Punisher things. All right, moving to the last one. I, I kind of don't remember if I read this or not. Okay. So I got you. it. Um, Uncanny X-Men number 15. Um, when we left off, Steve Rogers has shown up at, is it Lucky Larry's, the bar? And um, that's where we pick up. Only we get a little interlude beforehand. Uh, Dark Beast is in the basement with, is it Shan? One of the girls that has the uh, virus. Um, and he's like, I can help you. And that's just what it leads off with. Um, flip up top and it's Alex and Wolverine and Scott talking to Steve Rogers Steve says he knows that he's there, there, you know, with the the lady from the government agency. And he goes, I can't openly help you. He goes, I know you're taking prisoners. He goes, this is not the ideal place to hold them. He goes, but if you really want to do the right thing, and he gives them an Avengers card. Um, They go back and forth. They get an alert that the MLF is going to strike at a rally again. Uh, they show up to stop him. Uh, and they try to talk down Hope. Hope, yeah. Hope's there. Um, Banshee's there, who is a zombie now? I, I don't know. Like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, he's all desiccated and, like, shriveled up and, like, kind of mindless. But uh, Summers ends up getting shot in the eye um, by Hope. Like right in the blinker um, And right after that Wolverine carves her up pretty good um, She ends up stealing Wolverine's healing factor So she doesn't die And steals Scott's uh, Eye blast Right um, And that's an awesome 
awesome picture of Wolverine behind her because she blasts Wolverine right in the face. And you can see the Antimantium yeah. soul and everything. Um, but we flash, you know, after that battle, we go back to the bar and Dark McCoy is has actually operated on Scott, um, put his skull back together, which is kind of a task, he said, because yep. the energy blast kept wanting to push his skull apart. Yep. Um, and basically tells him he can't use his powers right, anytime soon. Right, until he heals. Because he tries to, and all of a sudden he collapses in pain. Uh, then we get the three that were infected by the Technovirus, and they're normal again. And Dark Beast starts explaining that the virus wasn't just a virus, it was a piece of Warlock. And they're like, well, how it needs a host, how did you... Apparently, Madrox has given up one of his dupes. Yep. And we have part of Warlock back. <laughs> With a classic Warlock uh, uh, introduction. Yeah. Uh, hello, friend. Please kill me. <laughs> so, another solid book out of Marvel this week. Yeah, this has been a um, solid since... This arc is... Since they got rid of the main X-Men, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I want this to keep going. Leon, just keep the X-Men, whatever freaking universe, keep that on its own. Leave this the way it is. Because this is working. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're is. finally getting decent X-Men books. After, I mean, I'm consistently reading an X-Men yeah. book, which I haven't. Yeah. Um, after years of struggling through blue and, you know, even though gold was half decent, it wasn't what I wanted. Out of an, I'm finally getting what I want out of an X-Men book. All right, good. That's it for Marvel on DC. All right, on Mr. to DC. Right, Mr. DC. DC, you read all three DC books I that came out this week? I certainly did. Yeah. Um, and they weren't bad. Um, we'll start with Green Lantern, number six. Uh, this is where we left off where uh, Hal had um, decided to kind of work undercover as though he's betraying the Guardians and working for uh, Controller Moo and joining his... Um, they're not uh, the Dark Stars anymore. They are the Black Stars. And he's like, if you're going to be a Black Star, you need to choose a new name. So he is now Black Star Parallax. And Space the Departed. Yeah. And in order to prove himself, they he reveals uh, move reveals that he has um, uh, Adam Strange held hostage. And he's like, all right, you're going to kill Adam Strange. Well, uh, Hal ends up saying, look, I'm not going to kill an armed, unarmed opponent. He's like, all right, fine, we'll have a duel. And they go outside and do ten paces. Turn to each other. Um, How gets clipped in the cheek by the the ray gun that uh, uh, Strange shoots, uh, but uh, Strange gets hit full on in the chest by the 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 energy bands um, from the dark the Black Star mantle, and he dies. Um, they end up uh, revealing that uh, it only put him in a coma and made it look like he was dead because they go, like, as soon as he dies, the, the, the Rand scientist shows up and they're like, we're going to start harvesting his organs. Uh, we all know that Terran creatures have the most uh, potent reproductive organs. And it's like, okay, well, that was kind of a weird Wait, all did, humans did, have a big dick sort of joke. Did, did but they make that same joke in the first issue? I think so, yeah. Uh, I couldn't say on this. But uh, Controller Moo ends up revealing that he knows that Hal Jordan is working for the Guardians, and he's like, "Look, um, I have a uh, I have a bomb, a U bomb. I'm gonna die, but this U bomb is tied to your life force, Hal Jordan. If 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 I die, the 
the bomb will go off and kill everyone in the entire universe in an instant. Um, if you die, the bomb will go off in, in an instant or whatever. He he ends up he ends up sacrificing himself to stop the bomb from going off, um, and he vanishes. But then it's revealed later on that I think he's inside of his ring, and we uh, there a big reveal at the end is that um, he's lost in the ring and he's asking for directions. He finally finds a guy, um, and it turns out to be. Mirwidden, which is a super old Green Lantern villain that uh, has to rhyme to cast spells or something along those lines. Um, but he's like stuck inside this wasteland inside of his his power ring. So um, wasn't bad. Sounds terrible. But uh, I'm I'm waiting for some sort of payoff. And normally you get something like that with the Grant Morrison book, and so far we haven't gotten it yet. But we're only six issues in, so um, it's it's not so bad that I'm going to drop it. And I, I mean, I, I'm a huge Hal Jordan fan, so I kind of uh, will not drop it regardless. But Justice uh, League number 21. 21. So we start off with future Superman. I mean, the reveal is kind of spoiled by the cover, but um, future Superman is fighting Superman. And it, it reminded me so much of Marvel Knights 20. It's not even funny. It's the same speech that Sentry gives to all of them. That, listen, we've done this time and time before. He's like, well, what if I try to kill? I'll just kill you and throw you with the other ones. He's like, he's going to say something. And future Superman finishes his sentence. And Superman looks up. He's like, I told you, we've done this countless times. We get back to the utopian future. Yeah, and everyone's kind of catching up with their future counterparts, but then they all join the uh, Martian Manhunters. Well, except for Batman, who is dead in this universe. Yeah, he's speaking with Dick. Yep. Um, he asks, you know, how did Alfred die? And he's like, well, he died peacefully in his sleep. You know, he's he swore he's seen you once visit him, but, you know, we were all there. Um, uh, but, it, I mean, it seems like everyone in the Bat family is doing well, and he's... Yep. he's uh, I mean, Gotham's like a, a utopia as well, and he's like, this is kind of what I wanted. So, uh, Marshall Manorhead calls everyone into the psychic conference room that they have now, and uh, their future child between Hawk Girl and, and Marshall Manhunter says, look, something's really wrong here. You guys need to leave. This this place is, is fucking evil or whatever. But anyway, like you need to leave before he finds out. Yeah. Future Superman shows up, and it's revealed that he is the World Forger. Um uh, meanwhile, back on Earth, they're uh, who's fighting against him? Uh, uh, Starman and Starro and and Mira are fighting uh, Mister Mixapillic, and um, he's kind of undoing everything in existence. It's and we even get a page where like we have a pencil, pencil that's like drawing the page, which was kind of cool. Um, the World Forger just reveals that um, they fucked up by freeing Perpetua. They're doing a shit job. And that, uh, I don't even remember what he said. Just, like, typical bad, like. Like, listen, if he's just, he's, he tells him, listen, this is all within your grasp. What you need to do is all those that don't agree with Oh, that's with right. This he future. wants to lock up literally every bad guy, even people with bad thoughts, throughout the entire multiverse and keep them locked away for good. And they're like, well, hang on. Do we need to rehabilitate them? And you're like, nope, they're never getting out. They can't. They either align with justice or they align with doom. And if they align with doom, we have to get rid of all of them. And they're like, they're all like, no. And he's like, well, you made your decision, and sends them to a, what looks like apocalypse. 
and it's it's like a future version of Apocalypse. That's a thousand times larger than... And it's a giant prison with all the Doom characters in it. And um, it's they end up getting zapped by some police force, and it's revealed that the leader of the police force is Lois Lane. I mean, again, this is just the more fucking... What, pick a random fucking character and throw it in just as a, a final reveal for whatever reason. Next issue, we're going to have fucking... Uh, Foghorn Leghorn's gonna show up, and he's gonna be the fucking... I say! I say! He's gonna be riding shotgun with Space Cabbie, and they're gonna fly in and have fucking... Jacob Free from the fucking Mr. Miracle book show up, and he's gonna fucking be the Kung Fu Master of the goddamn multiverse, and who fucking knows? Why I never? Why I never? It's, it's... Well, if they did all of that, I would read that. Yeah, but I mean... (laughs) The, the writing is excellent in it. Scott Snyder's it's excellent. It's good. Writer, and the art's fucking amazing. He has such I mean, ADD. It's unfucking real. He, yes. Like he has not finished a thought in this entire exactly. series. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, and then he's been doing that since Dark Knight's Metal. Like again, it started with the whole fucking uh, Earth Fifty Two thing with the with the the, the League of Chimps. Fifty three. Yeah, Earth. Yeah. Um, we ha- that has not paid off at all, except for the fact that in every other book that is unrelated to this, we're getting random monkeys showing up. So, even um, in the Hoy book, yeah, yes. So, I mean, it's not bad. Art's fucking amazing because it's Jorge Jimenez and it's it's beautiful. But um, just to finish a thought, Scott Stone. I, I, he seems like he's laying a lot of groundwork, and then there's more groundwork, and there's more groundwork, and there's no like if that's all it's going to be is no groundwork. Payoff. Then I mean. Yeah. It's weird because it's like, how in the fuck is any of this going to tie into anything that has to do with fucking Doomsday Clock later on? And I guess they just kind of gave up on that on trying to make that fit. I'm, but I'm telling you, they've had to change so many plans that it's crazy. It just seems like there's filler issues and stuff that seems almost out of place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll give Gary Frank best fucking artist. I mean, yeah, he's best artist. He wrote three books. He drew three books last year. <laughs> but they but were, they were the best. <laughs> but they were the best. Um, Joe Bennett was better. Last last DC book is going to be Female Furies 3. Uh, this one definitely picked up this issue. We have the Beautiful is Dreamer. It's still grim. But this one gets fucked up at the end. Um, <laughs> More than the first one? The yes. One like, fucked yeah. up. Uh, so Beautiful Dreamer uh, ends up kind of... She's been kidnapped by Granny Goodness to try to... Uh, influence the minds of, of her superiors and stuff like that, but she ends up backfiring and, and she ends up forcing all of the Furies into their own, these own dreamlike states. Um, for example, like Barda ends up, it looks like she's like taking a, a bubble bath and there's this beautiful man there with her and she's like, who are you? You're so beautiful and have we met before? And he's like, yeah, my name's Scott Free and here's our here's our child Jacob and she's like, who the fuck are these people? Um, but uh, Orally, the wait a minute, really? I thought that was all supposed to be in his head. Yeah, but who fucking cares? At this so point? now is it all in her head? It's it's new god shit, man. It's all canon. <laughs> so it's all canon. It, technically, it's, it's all in her it's all in her head. So, um, Orally ends up breaking free of the dream and helping uh, wants to help beautiful dreamer escape. Granny goodness stops her and is like, "Listen, I've sacrificed a lot too. A lot of the same that we got in the last issues. You need to put up with Willick, you know, abusing you." That's just the way it's going to be. Um, and uh, Arlie ends up leaving uh, with... There's this, there's this fucking... There's a sympathizer on uh, Apocalypse that helps him escape. Um, and he teams up with Scott Free because he's the greatest escape artist ever. 
and they get away. Um, Willick basically ends up resuming his position of training orally, and her big dream was to become a famous dancer. Um, so he finds out about this because uh, he hears it from the other Furies who are still pissed that she is rejecting his gift of private teaching lessons because they don't understand. Uh, Bard is kind of like not sure, but um, he ends up gifting her these fucking uh, metal leg braces and says, dance with them. And they they destroy her legs. Like they burn them off and she screams and then just bleeds out. And it's like, Jesus Christ, she dies. And they have a, like, Barda then realizes that he was abusing the shit out of her a little bit too late, and she dies in her arms, and they have this funeral for her. Um, but, and then when she's second-guessing her whole life there on Apocalypse, uh, she hears a voice behind her that says, uh, Barda, it's Scott Free. Um, we want the same things, I can help you. So Scott Free's gonna show up and hopefully save the day, but fuck, man, it was fucking dark when, like, she dies doing what she... Like ever dreamed of doing, it was like Jesus Christ. It got a little bit better. Um, only three issues left, so I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stick with it because uh, I, I like New God stuff. And as 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 kind of like overthrow the patriarchy, the first issue was the second two haven't been uh, much of that, and it's just been like real grim, dark fucking New God shit. So I dig it. Okay, that's it for DC, right? Yep. All right, um, we're on to Independence. Yes. And uh, what do we want to start with? Whatever your little heart desires. Did you read this? I did. All right. I'm assuming it's only you and I. Josh, you're not reading Girl in the Bay? Nope. You should be. All right. I think this is in your wheelhouse. Because there's kind of weird fucked up shit that goes on. As well as Gideon Falls, Mr. And you like weird fucked up shit. Okay. I will say you refuse to read Gideon Falls. Catch up on it. You've been saying that since we've been talking. Look, I got six issues in. I was honestly not impressed. When it becomes the Netflix series or green (laughs) TV series, whatever whatever it got greenlit for, I forget what weird farm channel station (laughs) it's going to be made on. Yeah, well, he'll get caught up then. Sure. It'll be on TV. I don't watch TV. (laughs) (laughs) Why would I get caught up if it's on TV then? (laughs) So, uh, Girl in the Bay, number three. Uh, I think this is my favorite issue of the th- of yeah, what's I think come this out is so far. My favorite one too. Uh, I think it kind of spells your uh, theory on it being the sister. Yeah, it's definitely her, but pulled from time is what I'm gathering from it. Maybe, except for the goo creatures or whatever. Yeah, I don't the, know how they're going to explain that. Because I'm thinking this goo creature is the dude, the one that's haunting him or, or talking to him, saying, hey, I'm there. I'm thinking this is him or future because she then also turns into sort of a goo creature here. And this also. has happened a few times. So Yeah, I, but you sort of see where she ends I, up in the bay. She kind of relives that. But then that woman that we see pictures of, uh, she sees her and give brings her back to life and then brings her back up and then that's where she ends up with um you know where we're at where we were at with in the, the second with issues the with the, the singer who yep. she brought back and he was a ghost yep. and she kind of made him sort of alive again there's all kinds of fucked up shit that goes on with it, this book it is. but 
it's been good. This this one was really good. She's um, going to see her future self's uh, second husband because she she, she touched, got she touched her future self's dead. So she has all the memories and now. now. Got, get all the memories, so she feels this connection that doesn't make sense. Uh, but she, she's in the house and she sees this picture again of this girl. It's like, it's like, oh my wife, you know, she was obsessed with it. She lies and says that she's the sister's daughter. Yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, and then the uh, granddaughter comes in. And again, she has these feelings for this girl because uh, she has all the feelings and memories of her older self. And they end up going to the park. Meanwhile, the guy that killed her is you get kind of a backstory on him that after this, the next day he went yeah. back to that bar and she was sitting there and had yeah. no recollection of it. And it drove him insane. And yeah. that's when he first sees this. Mud monster, right, which I I'm guess. assuming is a sort of future self of or him, fig- kind of something, of whatever. Uh, because last issue was revealed that she is going to kill him. Yeah, and then uh, the the granddaughter disappears, and well, they they both uh, her her the 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 husband of her future self and and her take the granddaughter to a park. Uh, a park. And the guy that killed her takes the granddaughter, and that's how it, you know, that's how this one ends, which was a great, great uh, cliffhanger ending for the, final the, book. the p- penultimate issue. So um, I I enjoyed this. This is one that you and I talked about, like, we don't know if we really like it, but we're so intrigued with it. This, I think this was finally a good payoff. Yeah. On like this, this, yeah, I'm, this. I'm, I'm really excited to see how they wrap this yeah. up next issue. Yeah, at this point, I, I, I feel we're going to get some answers on things, and I'm, I'm going to feel really good about it. So, uh, yeah, Girl in the Bay, uh, if you haven't, you should pick them up. There, it's, it is a pretty cool read, especially if you like the bunch of fucked up shit like Josh does. And where can you get those? You could get them right here at Double A Comics and Cards in Historic Downtown Lefton. That's better. Or on our eBay store. Welcome and I back. have I have other news that I don't know if I can share yet. <laughs> <laughs> and and soon elsewhere. All right. So all right. Anything else independent? Yeah. Whole bunch of stuff. Go ahead. Let's 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 hit it. People Die number know. five. Die. As in die, die, die? No. no. Die. No, but that piece of crap is still going, by the way. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, it's a Kirkman book. Yeah. Of course um, it is. He can't fire himself. Yeah, <laughs> he, owns, true. He, he owns part of Image. So, in this issue, we get to see the results of the plan to destroy the Crystal City. Well, I think this is the first time we get to see the dictator use her power. Uh, no. We did get to see it a little bit in the issue we where did? she was talking to the soldier. Okay. Um... But God, is she fucking? Well, he is fucking right. heartless. Well, I mean, they they just want to leave. Yeah, like they don't care about any of these people here. Well, tweet if it's real, they do. Yeah. She ends up having the like president of this place or whatever call a like everyone in the city to meet up in front of the church. Right. And meanwhile, um, the oath maker or whatever her name is. She makes a deal with the one god to save the people? Yes. Um, the, like, harvest god or whatever. Right. 
and and the the hacker assassin uh, character ends up going to this other city that's got like the early forms of NPCs there. Yeah, the ultra like Prussians. Very, the all, what, the eternal Prussians. Right. But they're like very robotic. Right. Um, and they're like, hey, you're gonna invade the the crystal or the crystal dome or whatever it's called. Um, and they have to get past in order to bring the dome down. They need to get past these golems that have the faces of their high school bullies. Right. Um, and they can't get past them without and having the the, the, the the sadness night. Yeah, the grief night says, night. "Make me sad." And he's just like children without fathers. Yeah, orphaned. Nobody needs you. Well, no, you're, you're shit. I mean, the, the dictator's talking about him. Yeah. So, um, he gets sad, destroys them, and uh, the dome falls. Uh, Harvest God saves the people, and then uh, these mechanical dragons and these mechanical creatures start attacking the city, and that's when and then it's when Soul shows up. Shows up. And he starts changing the rules. Yeah, and she kills him. Yeah, like just yeah. outright kills him. Well, he changes. He changes the dictator's power. She can only use her power during the night, or something like that. Can't yeah, use it during the day. So, but yeah, she kills him because um, apparently she has another secret weapon. And, and they they knew that he was he was going to pull this because he was kind of at his like this is good. Well, he was always changing he's, the rules yeah, when he was right. He he's kind of he's out of options. But they kill him. Um. And he well, comes back. The dictator kills him without consulting the rest of the party. Right. And that kind of weirds out the rest of the party, but she's like, look, now all of us that are alive can say we want to leave the game, and we can leave the game. But the we pool, also find out that the undead that were walking around that we had been seeing... Well, we don't find that out yet. Uh, the fool and uh, the uh, the oath keeper... Uh, want to stay. They want to stay because their lives would be better here, and they right. like the people here. And they find out that like they're like, hey, well, wh- how are these people less, you know, people than the real world? But uh, Soul then gets back up and becomes a fallen, and he reveals that all the other fallen that are here are actual people Players as well who have died in that and universe or whatever. He reveals that if he kills them, all the fallen come back to life. Right. So. Um, yeah, big, big reveals and I, I really like that because now it's really gonna put the emphasis on the two that wanted to stay because you know, you know they they use that as an excuse like these are you know these are people too. Now it's gonna be okay. Well, they sacrifice themselves for all these people. Right. Well, and now you have the brother and the sister. The ultimate plan to get back, who because they still want to go back, is to kill the other two. Oh yeah, yeah. So like the whole parties turn on each other. Right. Um, it's gonna be interesting where where it goes. We have we basically the fallen want to kill everybody. The party that wants part of the party that wants to go back wants to kill the rest of the party that doesn't want to go back, and the other half just wants to stay here and avoid them. So right. this was so close to my pick of the week. It, it was I mean, right on par. I, there. I tossed like I said, I was undecided. If we this, were breaking into like indie pick of the week, oh, this, uh, is this is definitely pick indie week, yeah. pick of the week. Um, this um, this is the end of the first story arc too. It okay. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good so place I'm not to end sure up. if we're going to get a break um, before we pick up again or not. Uh, we've been seeing hiatuses in between arcs on Image. Yeah. So I mean, what we waited six months for ha- a farmhand. I could, I could see, I could see them taking a break for yeah. a little bit to try to get caught up on a couple issues on this one because you know the art has been pretty consistent. So all right, anything else there uh, indie wise? Uh, Black Hammer forty five number two. All right. Um. This was uh, pretty good. 
Uh, we we get we find out what the giant god guy was at the end of the first issue. Apparently, it was a. They have a, a, a storm machine that lightning makes this guy grow, and it's just like a regular dude or an illusion of some sort. But they they destroy the machine that's making the storm, and it he he just he shrinks back down to normal. Um, they have to land their planes because one of them gets uh, damaged in the fight, and uh, by the what is it? Not the Red Baron, the Snoopy on a sup with camel. The the version the of super white guy. Yeah, the, all all. <laughs> well, no, I like every. All, yeah, it, it's white. Uh, uh, what what do you use? Like the white ghost the or white something ghost like that. Yeah, the white like ghost. I think that's what it um, is. They they uh, they end up um, like liberating like a Nazi camp or something like that, um, along with the Liberty Squadron. Uh, but they get attacked by uh, Nazi bat, and uh, they end up taking him out by uh, hitting him with one of their planes. After one of them has to bail out of their plane, and uh, they think one of the guy that JP had to sacrifice himself, but he ends up just crawling out of the wreckage like he's totally fine, which is kind of weird. But all right, um, they end up uh, heading back t- to uh, meet up with you know the rest of the people in the army and, and they're like, all right, well, you, we have another mission for you and you need to escort this guy. You might even know him and that's when it's revealed we see a young Abraham Slam. So this would be like Dummy Dugan and... The Howling Commandos. The, yeah, Howling Commandos. That's yeah. what this group is. Because Abraham Slam is basically Captain America, right? Kind of, yeah. 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 Um... I love the art style. Oh yeah, the watercolor is is super good. I um, I love the covers. It's a lot of fun. Um, uh, it, it's cool to see because I mean that's what, I mean when when you first start reading Black Hammer, you're already told like the Liberty Squadron was huge during World War II and it shaped the world afterwards. We're finally getting that. we're kind of getting the, the origin stories of those characters because we've already had reference to uh, Colonel Weird, I think. Uh, 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 Golden Gale, Golden was, Gale was a reference issue. as well, so um, it'll be cool to get their backstories. Um, again, I I can't get enough of this universe. I'm I'm really digging it. Cool. All right. Anything else? Hey Josh, give me an ahoy. Oh, I can give you an arg. Arg. Bronze Age Boogie, number one. All right. I didn't. We, re- have, a I, new, we I, have a new ahoy book. We do. I. What do you guys think of the first story? I liked it. I liked it. I liked the first story. It, it intrigued me enough that I'm definitely gonna, gonna keep reading it. What did you think of the backup story? Loved it. Yes, the I backup story was great. All right, all right. Because so are they placing this girl in the multiverse, different timelines? Is that what's going on? No, that, no. she she makes so, a lot of modern quips in a swords and sorcery era. Yes. And you're like, why is she doing that? And then you realize that it's because well, of we the monkey. Start, you start off. You start off with this this group of. Go go Gollum and Doc Lunar and then um, who does acid? Madam Madam Ape yes. does mushrooms. I think. Mushrooms. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and they're just talking. Which, by the way, on the cover, doesn't that guy kind of look like the guy from Curse Words? Yeah, he really does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So we go back. to... I guess that's Doc Lunar. Yeah. Yeah. To what about? Well, it's it's like. The, it's About Conan two, times. Like yeah. A little bit, 2000 yeah. BC. 4,000 years earlier. And there's this guy basically. who's kind of the Conan character, the liberator of all these people, um, and his daughter is kind of 
following in his footsteps. And she's making a lot of modern quips. Like, at one point, he hugs her, and she's like, don't squeeze the Charmin. Um, we find out that it's because she has a friend who is this. a monkey from the future. Um, Who's and he, stuck there. Who tells her about all the stuff in the future. Like, and tells has, her about like, toilets and stuff. And gives her different, you know, knickknacks. Yeah, like, things. there's a uh, hair pick, uh, uh, ball and string paddles, stuff uh, like one that. One of those stupid fucking birds. Birds, that that dr- the, the drinking bird, yeah. Um, Once he gives this whole backstory, that's when I stopped reading this uh, main story, so... So after he gives the backstory, well, Martians come to attack. The Martians right. <laughs> come to attack, and she gets zapped, and she comes back, and she had this voice in her head from the attack. But she doesn't she go to the future then? Yes, she yes, goes to the future, and she the sees the person that has been talking in her mind, and she's like, "That's her." Who um, looks very much like Jackie Brown. Yep. Yeah. And then so Martians are currently attacking uh, the 1970s as well. And finally, they're like, hey, we're going to be intact. And like, what else would we do? We're going to dance. So it it's cool. Um, cool concept. Uh, see how it goes. Then we get a backstory. The backstory was better. Oh, my God. I love this. We, I mean, I, knew exactly I don't know what, if it's just because it has a bear in it or what. It's set but. in 1958, and they're doing their test first test manned flight into space, but they don't want to put a man in it because they don't know what's going to happen. So they train a bear to do it. And there's this hotshot guy that's like, I should be up there. I should be the first man in space. And, and you're the, stealing this from me. And, they're like, and Look. the scientist is uh, his ex-wife. And he's like, no, we need to send this bear up. You know, it, they named the bear Elvis. And, you know, she's like, it's more than a bear to me. He's like, yeah, but you're just going to dissect it when it gets back anyways. And the bear is fucking awesome before, yeah. before it goes in space. You know exactly where it's going to go. They uh, Some cosmic rays hit it, and it's going down. And they're like, listen, we need to take this down now. Scramble the jets and shoot it out of the sky. But then it takes a nosedive suddenly, lands right outside the base, and explodes. And from the wreckage, the bear, the can bear talk comes now. out and talks. He's like, that was a hell of a ride. And it's like, all right, give me more space bear adventures. Absolutely. Uh, I'll continue picking this up. Um, if only not for the bear. Yeah. Yeah, I... I like the main story as well, not as much oh, as yeah, I like yeah. the bear story, yeah. but um, this is good because Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Terror has it really fallen off. Dive. Even even when they did the, I, uh, I finally caught up yeah. on Captain Ginger. Not, not I'll great. probably be tro- I'll probably be dropping and uh, the Edgar Allan Poe book for this. Uh, I already did. So I mean, High Heaven was still good uh, before the hiatus, and so was obviously Wrong Earth is still fucking yep. amazing. So no, I enjoyed it. That's it for me. Unfortunately, we won't get a wrong earth to what? 2020. Yeah. Well, we'll get one next month. Free comic book day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk about that one. All right. So, uh, section zero. And I, uh, me, me and Paul talked about this day. He, he called me. And I said, is section zero a reprint? Because I start reading it. I'm like, man, I'm, ha- I'm having major deja vu. Like, uh, so it takes place in early 2000. I'm like. This, uh, so I did some searching. It actually was, uh, this is a reprint from the first issue of a mini in 2000. Uh, I don't really remember how it ended, um, but I just remember the series. And it is page for page. Me and Paul j- compared it. Um, but again, good story. I'm going to go back and read two and three, so I'll be ahead of the game on them. Yeah. Um, Until so this is going to be an ongoing then? This is listed as an ongoing, so I'm thinking that they're going to take that, and I don't know if, you know, I don't really remember how it ended, but 
I don't remember if it ended on a cliffhanger, like there's going to be a second story there or not, or if it's going to jump time. Uh, but very good story. So you really don't know what's going on. You start in uh, Australia, and it's someone uh, writing to the United Nations that their cattle is just mysteriously disappearing, but there's paw prints from some type of large cat, but there's no large cats in uh, Australia. The UN writes back, listen, there's nothing we can do. What they call, um, he calls, trying to remember his name. I just reread this for the first time. Uh, Sam. So he is kind of dressed like a superhero with a katana on his back. And they are in, um, I think, Croatia. And these people are talking about this beast that is in the woods. They have to track down. And they're, and they're looking for something. And they find they're attacked by a giant kind of insect creature. They bound it and they're like, and his partner comes in. Is it Dean? And she, uh, she is do a doctor and she's like, talks to this thing's like, hey, it just spoke English to me. You know, it understands. She's like, listen, we're not looking to kill you. We're going to let you go. If you leave people alone. We're fine. Otherwise, we'll come back and capture you and do this again. Well, it escapes and attacks them, but at the same time, there is a civil war going on, and they realize they need to get out. This work gets really fucked up. A UFO shows up. Wait, wait what? And beams them up. Uh, In including the creature. Including the creature. Uh, the alien that beams them up is named Tesla. Really? Of course he is. And this is from 2000, so this predates yeah. Elon Musk, so I'm kind of wondering. Does it predate Tesla? Probably not that. <laughs> it doesn't go back that far, Josh. And Maybe the last one was a reprint of one from, like, 1902. But they... <laughs> yeah. They're okay. talking about They're talking about it, um, and this insect reversed back, and he's like a... 14 year old kid like what in the hell is going on and he gives his backstory that he lived in new york they moved there and he wants to gain respect so he went to like the shady tattoo parlor and got a tattoo but whenever he scratches it he turns into this insect creature for 24 hours and they're like oh well stop scratching the tattoo he's like well he did it for self-defense in croatia and he's like so he's like a scratch and sniff blue beetle? Pretty much. <laughs> and they're like, well, why didn't you go back to the tattoo parlor? He's like, I did. It's not there. Oh, like, close down. I'm like, no, that building doesn't exist. So they get back to their Area 51 uh, type thing, and that's where they tell him, hey, welcome to Section Zero. And that's when they find out about this stuff going on in Australia. And they find some type of amphibian type creature that has been killing all this and they're like okay we need to investigate this again don't remember where this goes but interesting story um i'll read two and three to really decide if i'm gonna stay on this but yeah um it seems like it's something that uh they wanted to pick up again so there must you know be something there yep okay last book is this the last one yes unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, are you I'm sad that close my eyes for book? a little bit? Wake me up in about an hour when they're halfway. Yeah, I, I get a kick out of how, you know, 
Jimmy, like, every time we do this book, but every week we get a review on the, the episode that happened that week. That's my fault. I watched like four of them in a row to try to catch up, and like three of them sucked. <laughs> More obviously, of that you in media. Watch it too, and just uh, obviously we're talking about The Walking Dead. Walking Dead number one ninety. We are getting so close to two hundred. Yeah. I can't wait till they give us two hundred covers. I'm sure that's what they're gonna do, and they'll probably all be connecting. Yeah, I won't be with the history them of uh, and all Scotty Young Dead. does. Fucking image covers now, so yeah. We'll, so there will, so be, there will half probably of them will be Scotty Young. Scotty Young covers. <laughs> oh my God, that's what they'll do. Uh, okay, all right, image. If you're listening, <laughs> this is what you need to do. All 200 variants need to be Scotty, <laughs> Scotty Young, Young covers. Scotty Young covers telling the history of The Walking uh, Dead through the Scotty Young uh, covers. No iconic, <laughs> iconic covers. As no, seen no, by just, Scotty do, Young. just doing history, just Scotty Young history retelling of The Walking oh. Dead history. Oh, my God. We'll get a baby that Rick Grimes. Be, it will be so awesome. And a baby Negan. A baby Negan. So are you going to get over with this piece of shit? <laughs> well. They I talk will. a lot and act like they're going to do something, but they wait talk till next a lot. issue. They do talk a lot. And it starts with Mercer and Rick talking. Because we left off the last issue where with Mercer said, Mercer you and should Rick talking. talking. And that he says, you need to take over so Question. they talk more is it, about Is there it. any zombies in this issue? Yes. There are Ho- zombies in this issue. Not only are there zombies, there's, zombie there's killing. a horde. Fall, uh, coming up, what, and first that's t- first and, time in about three or four and, issues. Uh, Stephanie and um, Eugene, right, are trying to get back to the Commonwealth. You know what? You, you need to hand me the box of fucking donuts for this. You have donuts back there. Yeah, but those are full sized. <laughs> no, I'm. No, no, no you you can you can hand me that one over. I'm <laughs> fucking fine with that. No, that one. Just leave that. Don't eat the peanut butter cup one. <laughs> anyway, get this going. So um, Michonne's trying to get to her daughter. Right. And uh, she finds out that she's there with her friends. And, and they are they locking are, and loading. They are. They're locking and loading. They're getting ready for a bear, fight, I guess. And uh, the hordes, the hordes following Eugene and Stephanie, much as they don't want them to, but they are. And uh, they're all coming. Wait, there's still zombies in this book. Yeah, there's there's yeah, there's zombies. Yeah. And uh, they get the I don't know, governor's aide, dickhead guy. Yeah. I forget. His I would have yelled at you for not paying attention, but I don't blame you. <laughs> Shut up in here, don't. <laughs> he, he's wearing it. <laughs> it's all <laughs> over his beard. It's all in his beard. man. It is. It's 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 glorious. Um, and then um. Mm, beard crumbs. <laughs> Eugene and Stephanie get up to uh, where Rick and Mercer are, and um, he's yelling for Rick. And Eugene's like, "Hey, Rick, there's a there's a horde coming." So Rick has a plan while Michonne stumbles across Carl and and Sadiq uh, and, Sadiq and uh, the princess. Uh huh. 
And uh, so he's like, hey, get everybody. And they pretty much wait for the horde to walk through the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. And then Maggie shows up blowing the horn. Uh, yeah. With Magna. Right. With an army. And because um, we saw that in last issue that they weren't comfortable. They were going to they were worried so they're that they leading were back. Them, they're yeah. leading them through. And uh, once they st- once the horde starts um, dissipating a little, then uh, they all start going out and they they give the signal and they go out and they start doing some zombie, zombie slaughter. They you are. Know, you'd think for all the money that Kirkman has milked out of this piece of shit, he could afford someone to do colors. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, so um, uh, Maggie and Rick, um, he's like, hey, you know, what are you doing here? And she's like, yeah, you know, I had a feeling. Yeah. And um, the uh, governess shows up, shows up and starts blaming Rick for everything that's just happened. That this was his plan all around. And and she tells and ends the issue with, all right, everybody, attack. Yeah. And we end. No. In all honesty, this might have been the most Walking Dead issue we've had in a long time. Fucking twenty-five issues or better, something like that. Um, this wasn't one that was sort of all right. This felt like classic Walking yeah. Dead. So um, my question this actually is, was the best Walking Dead that, book in years. Why it, had, was it, it was. Was it worth drudging through twenty-five issues to get to this issue? No. No. But we do it for our fans, all eight of them on the podcast. Listen, they I have a run going. Dead. I have a run from like 100 to now. So it doesn't mean you have to read it. <laughs> if it's for collector's purposes, you don't have to read it. I read every book I buy. Well, he looks at the pictures anyway. and just guesses. <laughs> just guesses. I'm not the one that thought Ang Lee Hulk was a good movie. He's got a point. What? Why do you got to look? It is. So there. It's still better than The Incredible Hulk. So there. The way it is, I did. This is the guy that you review The Walking Dead with. I know. I mean, that's the way it is. I I hope Walking Dead was actually decent this issue. So it was. It was really. It it felt like classic Walking Dead. It was still a piece of shit. It just wasn't on fire. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything happened in Meteor? Because I certainly do not remember anything we fucking talked about last week. I have blackout um, moments from last week. I don't know. Did we cover last week? That we got the Joker trailer. Yes, we, got we got the Joker, Joker trailer, trailer at CinemaCon. And it looks very good. It does. It does. Which uh, none of my friends thought it looked good. I, I, I because they're like, how does this tie in this? I'm like, d- d- just fucking forget about the DC Cinematic right. Universe. Right. It's not going to be. It's gone. Yeah. The only remnant is going to be maybe Wonder Woman 2. Maybe. Uh. Sp- they think that the kid that he grabs through the feds is Bruce. Is Bruce, which would make sense, mm-hmm. right? And Joe, fucking Joe, is complaining about that, and I'm like, this is the guy that loves Gotham, where like every Bruce speaking Gotham, of which, speaking of which, Gotham aired one episode a week or two ago, and it was the first one in three weeks, and now the last two. Won't be aired until sometime in May. But I they think. revealed a picture of their Joker. Was that an actual no, picture of him? No, well, he's been on. 
Well, the one where Kinda. he looks like old and decrepit and stuff? Yeah. I don't like, know. I don't watch the show. I don't care. Uh, Listen. He, he looks like the Crypt Keeper with white face on. A little bit. Uh, Realistically, he fell into a vat of acid, so it would make sense that his hair would not all be there. I'm yeah. just I guess. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it burned anyway. up all of his hair, wouldn't it burn part of his skin, too? I mean, I understand he's bleached white, but, like, yeah. he's not scarred in any way. I don't know. Um, uh, James Gunn officially confirmed that his movie, uh, the Suicide Squad movie, is a total reboot with yeah. some of the same cast. And welcome to the DC what? universe. Uh, yeah, and Iris Alba is out as Deadshot. I, didn't see I that. read that today. I didn't see anything about that. I just that see Idris Elba is dead. Yeah, yeah, he was going to replace, gonna replace Will, Will Smith. Smith. I I didn't see that. Yeah, I uh, with the reboot. Dead. Uh, they're saying Deadshot isn't even going to be in it. Uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that won't make sense. No, that's you, what I read. You, you might need to check your sources there. It was on Facebook. I don't believe everything I read on Facebook, but. but. Um, the. The latest on the Disney merger is they announced their slate of movies for the rest of the year, which includes the New Mutants movie. Right. Oh, yeah, you said there's which a date. There was some talk of, okay, is this going to go to the streaming? So what's going to go on? So it is going to get an actual release. Other New Mutants news would be co-creator Bob McCloud will be making his appearance on Free Comic Day here Where? at Double A Comics and Cards in historic downtown Lebanon, 610 Cumberland Street, Lebanon. You be here at 10 o'clock because there will be a line. That news was broken right here and on an episode that I actually did post. That, but yes, <laughs> so... Oh, you had no choice in posting that one. <laughs> no, that's that's good. Um, what else? Did, what did else is on the What else is on the list besides the new mutants? That, um, as far as stuff that's coming out. Uh did I see a Loki and a Scarlet Witch type thing? No, well, Black Widow. Black they're, Widow. They're in but pre-production, no, right? But no movie. It was just their movie release. It was a lot of. Uh, it was just Disney and Fox's movie slate release. I mean. Comic book wise, there wasn't a whole lot more there. I mean, you have Toy Story, you have yeah, because there's going to be a Toy Story four now. Yep, right? yes. Lion King, Aladdin. Well, um, yeah, Aladdin soon though. They're they're starting oh, to do. There was uh, there was another trailers. there was another reboot. Um, that I did see. I, I can't. I don't know where the article is, but it caught me. Oh, um, every high school read it. It's about takes a wolf in a lot during the gold rush call oh the, uh call the wild call the wild they're oh. doing a live action uh full release Jack on London, that. yeah call the wild. oh okay Which, I like that's that probably book. one of yeah. my favorite books ever so yeah, yeah. that was so always a good book yeah um yeah so besides that let me see if i have any other did did we talk about last week supernatural announces it's finally done after the oh, season? Yeah, I think yeah. we did a couple of weeks ago. Did we do that? Yeah, next season's the next final, season's the last, right? Yeah, which I haven't watched any of Avengers, this yet. Avengers <laughs> uh, Endgame, the uh, final runtime has been revealed. It is three hours fifty eight seconds, which is down from three hours four minutes. And the Russo brothers basically said we just sped up the credits. Yeah, so so you're gonna have to do some speed reading to go through all those credits. When yes, because we, we always read the credits. We do. What else are you gonna do? You gotta wait for the last, you know, thing at the end, post credit yeah, scene. Credits? Yeah. Yeah. No, usually I'm concentrating on not pissing myself. <laughs> 
Well, he looks at the credits. He can't. He kind of <laughs> guesses. Uh, uh, I forget what the fuck I was just gonna say. I'm not God dumb. Is. I'm just blind. <laughs> blind, dumb, and deaf. Uh, John Cho will uh, star in live action Cowboy Bebop. I did see that. Who is it? The whole cast was announced. Yeah, Yeah, Mustafa. um, Shit. This is his last name, is in it. Uh, Christ, I did read this and I can't remember who all it is. It was announced. Look it up. We're not a a news fucking site. Oh, you're getting angry. We're not. I mean, somebody give him some cheese. Listen listen to this podcast when it comes out in seven fucking weeks for the news that was relevant two months prior. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, give me a break. Um, and then uh, Shazam I, came out yesterday. Anyone see it yet? Oh shit, that is out. Yeah, yeah. I had the opportunity to see it yesterday, but I played D and D instead. So I'll probably see it sometime this weekend or something. Maybe that's what I'll do Sunday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the day I put aside for editing the podcast. We talked about this before yes. the show. Yeah. Um. I finally got around to watch The Dirt on Netflix. Yes, which I can't remember if we talked about that. Um, we, we touched on a little bit. I enjoyed it. Was As a movie, it's it's okay. You know, it's it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's, it's probably watchable. more historically accurate than the Bohemian Rhapsody was. Okay, maybe. Um, there, but there's definitely some. Th- yeah. there, there's some skewing of some timeline stuff. There's. I thought. I mean, as much as like. They're they're pretty much assholes. Uh, throughout it, there's definitely some things that sort of try to make them look like nicer guys than maybe they really are. I don't know. I, I mean, there's there was a couple things that they, you know, well, they, it's based they, off their book. They're sure, not going to write a sure. book and be, make themselves look like assholes. Well, if that would be the dirt, but yeah, it's all it's all stuff that uh, they. The, it, it definitely could have been my, half an hour longer to get more stuff from because the book is an excellent read. If you haven't read the book, yeah, it is my an my read. my sort of bitch. And I kind of knew it was coming through is the John Carabiere. They really gloss over and they, they don't go into a couple things that, you know, of course, they're not going to go into because they never admitted it. But, yeah. you know, how much, you know, he did. But I, I did. Fu- my, my my favorite part of it is the one person there at the band. Uh, McMorris, who never used his penis, is played by a guy who previously played someone that got their penis cut off. Yes. <laughs> but I thought he was pretty good as uh, McMars, So None of them really. Nikki Six was probably the weakest. I, that's what I thought. That's, that's, and uh, he 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 uh, um, he tried out for uh, Tommy Lee. He was trying to be Tommy Lee. Machine Gun Kelly very much looked the part, had the mannerisms down. But fuck, he's like a foot and a half too short. And there's some spots where they just couldn't edit it. Well, right. that was that was sort of my thing because like Nikki Six is like six, what four, something like that. No, Nikki Six is like no, he's he's pretty goddamn tall. Because there there's some old photos of stuff and Nikki Six, like I remember there was a guitar magazine thing and it's Mick Mars and Nikki Six and Nikki Six is like literally almost spread eagle like this and he's still a foot ahead. A foot taller than Mick Mars is standing straight up. Well, yeah, which, Mick Mars know, was. He, I mean, short. he's he's real short. There, there, there's pictures of uh, him standing between Nikki Six and Tommy. Tommy Lee's the tallest. He's like six five. Tommy Lee is extraordinarily tall. Yeah. And if you ever seen the video, proportional apparently. 
Yes, apparently. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's worth a watch. Um, uh, for what it is. Um and stuff and i guess we're getting a lot more because the uh elton john uh trailers are showing up yep um i think i heard about a couple other things that are getting greenlit now but i think we're going to start seeing a lot more stuff greenlit what what i really liked about it is they a lot of the narration in it is directly taken from the book and especially the nikki six stuff because even like if you ever read uh the heroin diaries yeah you know, it was very much in that, like, when he talks about his time from, you know, when he was really bad on heroin. It really, I mean, it's done so well in the movie. That's the part I really liked is the kind of narration. And and they, and they poke, switch. They all switch. Yeah. So it's, and it's, they kind of poke fun of it at one point. Like, when they uh, when they met the manager, they, they're like, this isn't how it really happened. Yeah, but, because there was two. Doc yeah, McGee, there was yeah. two of them at the time. And they're like, we don't have 15 more minutes to explain this. So the guy evaporates. Yep. And, and it's uh, like, it didn't happen at a party. It happened backstage. It was like, but this is better for the but movie. But they merged. Yeah, they merged stuff with Doc McGee with the, uh, you know, the other manager and stuff like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was good. It was enjoyable. Um, uh, <sighs> Did anyone see uh, the new Twilight Zone yet? That's on the CBS All First Access. First episode's free on YouTube. You can watch oh. it. It's the first episode's horrible. It's really, really bad. Really, it was called it. It if it had been maybe like a fifteen-minute episode, it'd been good. But like you understand what's happening within the first five or ten minutes, and then it just drags that concept out. For fifty-five fucking minutes. Well, now well, I've heard. Welcome the ne- I have, to Jordan Peele. Now I've heard the next episode's much better. I haven't seen it yet, but the first episode, I would think that like they would put a strong one in that position. If that's one of their strong episodes, it's oh my, it's. I, I recommend you guys go see it because or go watch it. It's on YouTube. Um, but it's I oh my god, I was it watching Saturday. it. I was watching with a couple of friends and like, someone was like, "How much longer is this?" Like tomorrow. ten minutes in, and I'm like. We got forty-five more minutes, um, and it was just a chore to get through it. Like it, you, it wasn't even, it wasn't even so bad that you could crack jokes the whole time and make it fun to watch with friends. It was just like a chore to watch it. So I'm hoping the rest of them are. Yeah, I probably different. won't be seeing it. Um, I don't remember. I did. I, I didn't talk about. Uh, we didn't have a he dead segment last time, right? Yeah, we did. Did we? Who did we talk about? I don't remember, but he did. Yeah, I think you're the one that started it did last I? week. Last week? Because we so prior did to I talk about I week prior to that, Dick Dale and uh, Bernie Torme? Yes. 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 Yeah, okay, all right, all right, yeah, because I haven't seen much lately uh, this week on the Celebrity I don't think anybody died this week. He did? Well, that's good. No. Then nobody dead. dead. Nobody dead. That's good. We're all right. We like that. All right. Um, there was something else I wanted to bring up on Meteor, but I totally forgot it. So... Anybody got anything That's else? That's fucking shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Look, I can laugh about it. Otherwise, I'd be like, if I was like, you, fuck you guys. So oh, you can you laugh about it because five minutes guys. later, you forget about <laughs> it. I forget about it, yeah. It's easy to have thick skin when you're not going to dwell on yeah, it. I'm not even going to remember. I don't care. Where am I? What day is it? <laughs> No, that's Jimmy waking up the next morning <laughs> at the hotel. Where am I? 
What, At least what I happened? remember last week's podcast. I don't remember last week's <laughs> I, I really don't remember last week's podcast. Uh, Chris said the same thing. He goes, he goes, I got about partway home with, God damn, I got fucked up. <laughs> it's like it creeped up on him. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't drink King of the North afterwards <laughs> like I did. I said that was bad. Very much so. All right. So I guess that's another exciting End ending. Put to it out of its our misery. Episode of Bury whatever it. number we're at. We're what in the fifties? I don't know. Now? We haven't put 30s? one in. It's like we're like five plus whatever we're supposed to be at. Five plus whatever we're supposed to be at. Nice. I think the ones this we will be fifty-seven or something 58. like that. Fifty-seven yeah. or look at it. We're going to be approaching the hundredth episode this year. So will you? Oh! <laughs> wow! Out of nowhere. Wrap it up. I want to go right. home. All right. Hurry. <laughs> I was going. He to. dead. He's going to, but now I think we need a new he dead se- uh, segment. All right. For comic book rehab. I'm the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Mm, donuts. Homer J. Kimmel. Uh, pirate, child-hating Josh. Be good to each other. We'll see you next week.